the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. back. You heard me in the morning between 6 and 8 a.m. in the 6 o'clock hour. J.R. Davis was on along with Seth Mays, and we talked about uh, the story that Jason uh, Tolbert uh, put on his blog dealing with absentee voters in uh, Pulaski County. I am very concerned about what's going on in Pulaski County. And you go, well, Dave, what are you so worried about? Well, let, let's put it this way. There are more. It is the ground zero for the Democrats. Pulaski County is ground zero for Democrats. That's where the majority of their votes will come from uh, in the November 3rd election, especially uh, when they start getting, we start getting into the congressional races and then local races as well. But congressional, this is where uh, Joyce Elliott will find a lot of her support. So uh, it makes it makes a lot of sense for us to pay attention to that uh, particular uh, area to make sure that there's no fraud going on, just as it is to pay attention to Faulkner County and parts of, you know, Saline and all the rest. But I mean, you got to make sure that the uh, the election and the votes cast are legitimate. I mean, we're talking about you want to make sure that your vote when you cast it is going to be counted. And then you want to make sure that the person who cast a vote that could cancel out your vote is legitimate. So it's it's an important concept to get in in your mind and that we've got to uh, be sure about. So. One of the people that were mentioned in the story was uh, was Christy Starr. Now, I know Christy. I've, I've had Christy on my show uh, before. Uh, she's a person of high integrity. She's, if I'm not mistaken, she's worked in the Secretary of State's office. Did you work uh, as far as in the uh, election process, Christy? Is that what you did? No, I, I didn't work in the Secretary of State's office. I actually worked at Plassey County. I used to be okay. the manager for the voter registration department. There you go. All right. Yes. So so you've been at ground zero for a while now. Yes. All right. So let's go back on this uh, 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 piece that Jason wrote. Evidently, <clears throat> there was a conversation going on between you and, and somebody from the county clerk's office. Is that correct? Correct. All right. 
the position that you hold now is to make sure that the people that are uh, getting absentee ballots, the people who are going to the polls on a uh, on a day when they're going to vote and whatever, meet all of the specific rules and regulations that are necessary uh, to make sure that they can vote and that if they do vote, their vote will be counted as such, correct? Right. As election commissioner, we actually administer the elections. All right. So now you're going to be sitting in a, you know, kind of in the hot seat come November 3rd for sure. You've already been sitting in it with the primaries and all the rest that went on. But the bottom line is this. They started talking about there's like a 500 percent increase because of COVID-19 of absentee ballots that have been requested from the count, the Pulaski County Clerk's Office. Uh, they have uh, sent those out. Those absentee ballots come back in. And there's a specific, uh, there's specific rules and regu- regulations about uh, whether an absentee, absentee ballot is going to be counted or not, or that if you can get one. Why don't you explain all of that to my listeners? Right. Well, so um, let me back up a little bit. So it's actually the application that's sent into the clerk's office. And there's a separation of duties that's um, very clear in the law. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of confusion in the general public on who does what. So the county clerks are responsible as the voter registrar. They and, and they are, you know, they make sure that voters get registered. They push out voter registration and they maintain that permanent record. And that is a permanent record. So um, when you send in a voter registration application, maybe to the secretary of state's office, that is actually forwarded to your local county clerk. So they make sure that that is in the system. They check the maps and make sure that you're in the right precinct and that you're getting the right um, candidates that represent you when you're voting. What the election commission does is actually administers and oversees the election. So when you are requesting an absentee ballot, the that actually goes to the clerk's office because they're trying to verify if you are qualified to receive an absentee based on your registration. So the clerk gets that application. So this is just the very first step in the process of receiving the application from the voter. They're simply getting the application, and by law, they have to look at that application from the absentee application and then compare that application to your actual permanent record, which is your voter registration. When they look at that, they're looking at a few things like your date of birth, um, your name, your address, et cetera, making sure that you're actually registered and you're in the correct place. And then, of course, they have to match signatures. Now, our signature law is not very tight. Uh, other states have very, they have, you know, certain kinds of um, restrictions around that. Ours is a little bit looser, but they're kind of getting a general idea. Is this the same person? Now, when they do that, they're verifying this person. Yes, this is who this person is. We're making sure that the person that sent this application for an absentee is the actual voter that's on file. And when that's done, then they're letting us know, hey, we have this many absentee requests that are approved. And then the, the commission is ordering ballots. Now, we're going through this ballot process to determine what's on the ballot, and we're reviewing the ballots, we're certifying the ballots, and we're ordering ballots. We're sending ballots to the clerk's office based on that information that's been provided, and they're providing those absentee ballots to those voters that have been 
you know, deemed as qualified voters for absentee and mailing them or however the voter requested to get their ballot. So when it comes back, the absentee ballot, when it comes back to the clerk's office, there's a chain of custody that's extremely important. So there's um, lock boxes that are maintained. And as the absentee ballots come back, they are, they are checked in. They are entering the system that this ballot came back in. Um, and then they are put in this box. They are locked away. And we come and get those daily. So they're maintained and they're secured within the election commission. So that's, this chain of custody is very important. When right. we start canvassing those ballots, what we're looking for to count those ballots, to count that vote, is we're not looking back backwards. We're not looking at that original voter registration. We're not making sure that that voter is the person, is the actual voter that's sitting in that absentee. That's already been checked to, by the clerk. All we're looking at is the ballot that was sent has a voter statement. We're checking the voter statement with the original absentee application request to make sure that matches. The, co- the caveat in this is if the clerk doesn't check the voter signatures originally, it's pretty pointless what we're doing in the end. We're relying on the clerk's office to do their process so that ours has meaning. So that's kind of that process. All right. So let's let's stop. The, in this conversation you were having with this uh, representative from the clerk's office, the whole thing about validating signatures came up. Uh, and by Correct. law, they must be validated. And uh, he was saying, like, uh, no, not all of them have. But, uh, you know, we think they're all one all these uh, uh these people asking for uh, absentee uh, ballots should get one. Well, if you can't validate the the uh, the signature, then you got a problem here. You got a serious. I love the name legacy voters. I I love that because be, I grew up outside of Chicago. You know what we call legacy voters? Dead people. All right, now that's <laughs> that's what we called legacy voters. So you know, explain to us. It seems kind of a lackadaisical. Uh, thought process on the clerk's office. Is that true or false? What what really concerns me is that we have a lot of, you know, older voters have been voting for 40 or 50 years. And and we want to make sure that those older voters are actually the ones that submitted those absentee applications. So my number one goal, and if you went back and you listened to that recording, uh, my number one concern was ensuring that we are protecting the integrity of that voter that voter who's been voting for 40 or 50 years, that was my number one concern. Okay. They've been going, they've been voting for 40 or 50 years. And if you listen to the recording, there's a, um, the reason that there's so much shock in, in my voice and why I keep asking the same question over and over again is the statement made by the clerk's office is this, the vast majority, the vast majority of the 9,320 absentee applications sent in did not have signatures on file. Wow. So to me, the word vast majority is not what was printed in the newspaper on Sunday saying there were only 20 missing. Uh That was repeated over and over again. The vast majority of what they received 
did not have anything on file. I was really, really concerned about the voters that they where was where was the record? What happened to it? Why why is not anything being looked into? And what you know, who who is sending these absentee applications in on behalf of these voters who have missing records? Um, Uh So to me, that you know, we need to do some investigation. What's going on here? So okay. that, that really raised the hair on my neck. <laughs> okay, so you, you, the, the the hair on the back of your neck rises. we got yeah. about a minute and a half here. So mm-hmm. you come back at the, the person from the clerk's office, and they kind of gave you kind of a blow-off answer, didn't they? Yeah, they no, they said that, you know, ma'am, we're going to count them. We're going to give them a ballot. It doesn't matter they don't have anything on file, and <laughs> that is not what the law says. The law yeah. is very specific. You don't have a signature on file. You cannot provide a ballot. That is the issue. All right. Let's take a break on that. That that's it. This is important, man. We're talking the law here. Yeah, this is to exactly. make sure of the integrity of the, of the election process here in, uh, in Arkansas. So we'll come back and we'll right. talk to Christy some more. We got her for the half hour. I promised her 30 minutes because I could talk to her for an hour easily. But we'll keep her on for just a half hour. We've got, we got more to talk about when we return. It's the Dave Ellswick Show, the 6 o'clock hour. It's an important hour here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. Continue the Dave Ellswick Show, final uh, hour for a uh, Thursday. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think most important half hour of the show uh, that I've done today, because I I read the Jason Tobert, uh, TobertReport.com uh, uh, article Monday, and I, to say the least, was over the top concerned about the integrity of uh, what's going on in the November 3rd election. Christy Starr is with us. She is a commissioner. Uh, she deals with the election process. She was asking a lot of questions. And, uh, Chris, do you, do you feel you got adequate answers, or were, were you at that part that uh, you're, you're going, mm, not liking what I'm hearing here? I don't feel like I got adequate answers. And, unfortunately, after reading the newspaper article on Sunday, I'm, I'm really concerned that we didn't get answers at all because, according to the clerk's office, they they basically just dismissed their previous statements um, regarding the back the vast majority of signatures were on, were not on file that there was just twenty missing, and they and they remedied it. But they never reached out to the commission to explain what they meant, where all those applications were, and how they magically reappeared. So I'm I'm very concerned. Um, I want to see what's going on here. I know the, um, I believe Seth and um, JR mentioned this morning about the RPA issued a letter to yes. kind of get to the bottom of that, which makes me happy because, you know, it's, it, we want to ensure the integrity of this process because we don't want um, voters to feel like they can't go vote. That is very paramount to this entire what we do to ensure the voters can go vote. So, um, yeah, I want to make sure that we get to the bottom of this and, and, and instill the trust back into the system, to the process so that Pulaski voters can vote. All right. So, you know, this is really important. People, have any TV stations contacted you to talk about this? No, and I've reached out. Um, it, honestly, I, I just I, and I've been reaching out to media a lot. Um, I've created some graphics for getting out poll worker 
um, for the vote Pulaski um, for the election commission. So that's helped, but we can't seem to get the media to um, get our information out, but they, you know, people complain that they don't know anything that's going on, but you know, they, they definitely share what the clerk is doing, but the, the problem is the clerk does not administer the elections. And that creates confusion. And I just really wish we could get the media to kind of pay attention to what the election commission does. The election commission oversees elections. It's not the clerk's office. So information truly needs to come from the election commission. It needs to be shared from the election commission. If they would just, you know, tune into our YouTube videos or attend the meetings, that would be fantastic. And they do when there's a, you know, election night, but more, way more goes on than election night. So yeah, we, we really do need that, and I do appreciate you having me on. Well, I'm glad to have you on. Uh, I've had John Thurston, the Secretary of State, on several times, and his lawyers have joined us as well, and other people that deal specifically with the the election process here in the state. You know, I want to make sure that when you walk, whether you do it by absentee ballot or you walk into the polling uh, booth, your vote will count legitimately. That that's that's important, you know. This whole thing about we disenfranchise somebody if we don't have their their uh, you know signature on on file, folks. Sorry, that's part of the law. I, I would encourage I would encourage voters to contact the clerk's office and, and make sure they do have their record on file. That is something proactive that you can do. I do know that uh, Indivisible Arkansas, uh, LRCA, has been sending out absentee applications to 3,000 um, registered voters in Plassey County. My husband actually got one, which oh is uh, surprising. But there was some literature included in that. And they represent themselves as a nonpartisan group, but they're not. Um, however, the literature in there was it has some scare tactics, telling people that, you know, if they get COVID, they're going to die. And if you go to the polls, you know, it's kind of something you shouldn't do. And I want to ensure voters that we have taken extreme measures, extreme measures to make the polls safe. So, of course, if you're high risk or, you know, you're older, you should absolutely vote absentee. And we're going to make sure that process is, is has the integrity back in it that you can but if you can if you're healthy and you can go vote the polls we have so many options for you to do that we have expanded the options for you to vote at the polls so i want to make sure if you get one of those um, pieces of mail and it's a green envelope dismiss that information because you can vote at the polls safely yeah, I'm I'm going to go to the polls to vote, and I'll probably do it during early voting. But I talked to John. He told us you don't go get a stylus that you can use. You don't have to even touch the screen and all the rest. I'll wear my mask to keep everybody happy. But I've been voting for 45 years, Christy. I don't intend to miss. I do encourage voters to vote early. Um, I really encourage everyone to get out and vote early. Um, and boy, the long lines on Election Day, you know, if there's anything that comes up on Election Day, I just go and vote early. You know, if you need to vote absentee, absolutely vote absentee. You have multiple options of voting. And in Pulaski County, we're going to have 12 early vote sites that stay open on Election Day, and they're going to be vote centers. So that is another option for you. We have so many ways of voting. There's really zero excuses for voting in this election. So you need to tell your neighbor, tell your friends, go out and vote. You can get on www.votepulaski.net. I share information all the time on Twitter and Facebook. So there's really no excuses for not voting in this election. 
I, I agree. So what do you hope will happen between now and uh, I think October 19th? I think that's when early voting begins uh, or even October 9th when registration ends. What do you want to see happen with this? Are, are there things that need to to happen so that we'll, we can all go to the polls and all vote and know that our votes are going to be counted legitimately? I hope that the I hope the clerk's office will will show us that they do have the permanent records on file for that ten thousand of applications they received, so that we can feel very confident when we get those ballots in that we we have already had the verification process in the beginning. That's what I hope, because I don't want there to be a question. I don't want there to be a question later on, because these kinds of things can literally alter elections. And that is not something that we want um, hovering over us. We've had the Carolyn Staley years, and I just don't want to go backwards. <laughs> I want us to go forward. And I think people have kind of a short-term memory on these things. And Plosky has just a, has a very dark past. And it's, the integrity in our election process is so important to me in ensuring that our voters can vote and feel good about what they're doing. So it's, it's imperative to me that we are incredibly transparent. And that's one thing that I have been working on since I joined the Election Commission is having a transparent commission and a process. So I, I really hope that we can do that and show the show the, the citizens of Pulaski County that we are transparent and there is nothing here to hide. I've got to wrap it up. I'm out of time. I'll ask it at another time. Thanks for joining us today, Christy. I'll let you go, okay? Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Christy Starr and about what's going on in voting in Pulaski County. News is next.